I want to talk to you a little bit about a sponsor we uh, just uh, welcomed to the program. It's called Barrel Buddy. Um, if you clean your guns, it is, uh, it's impossible to clean it and you know, remain clean yourself. It's, it's, my wife won't let me even clean the guns in the house, and uh, it's just a pain in the neck. Barrel Buddy makes it. I don't. I, it's one of these things that you will try, and you'll be like, "Why didn't somebody think of this before?" It's a little polymer that you uh, you put through, you push through the barrel, and it cleans all of even the rifling in it. I've I've never seen anything like it, and it is just super super clean. Keeps all the mess at bay. It's uh, it's Barrel Buddy. It's great. Just try it. BarrelBuddy.com. If you clean your guns, which you do, right? You clean your guns, BarrelBuddy.com. Actually, Stu doesn't, but good luck with that, Stu. I, I mean, I clean the outside of them. They're nice and shiny. Is that what you're talking about? BarrelBuddy.com. That's BarrelBuddy.com. Go there now. All right. Radio broadcast begins in a minute. Okay, well, today's going to be an interesting day. We have got a few things. First of all, the uh, kicking out of McCarthy, which I'm a little torn on. Thank God. Thank God somebody is standing up. However, on the other hand, I don't see a plan. And that makes me, oh, I don't know, a little nervous. So we're going to talk about that. Mark Levin is going to be joining us. He's got a new book, Why the uh, or the Democratic Party Hates America. We're going to talk to him in about an hour from now. Also, we have a, a couple of big breaking stories. One of them is about January 6th. January 6th, we now can prove that the hero cops actually perjured themselves on the stand, told a story that never happened because we know when it was supposed to happen according to their testimony. And we now know because our investigative journalist followed up on all of this and actually got access to the Capitol tapes, knew exactly what he was looking for and can prove, can prove now, mm-mm. That's not what happened. In fact, one of you wasn't even there. Wait until you hear this breaking story. By the way, people went to prison for a very long time under the testimony that the FBI had to know was false. And one other breaking story. This one is so frustrating and something that has kept me up at night. 
And I'm going to talk about it in 60 seconds. Kaylin wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I just can't believe I'm not hurting anymore after using Relief Factor. I've been hurting for years. Today, I'm pain-free. I tell all my friends about it every chance I get. Relief Factor is great. I just wanted to say thank you. Kaylin, thank you for writing in and for giving Relief Factor a try. If you're living in pain in your life, I want you to give Relief Factor a try when I finally started taking it. Everything in my life changed. Three-week quick start. That's all they ask you for. 1995, three-week quick start. Million people plus have now taken Relief Factor, tried it, and 70% of them go on to order more month after month. Why? Well, I don't know, but I know why I did it. It works for me. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, Relief. 800, the number four, Relief. ReliefFactor.com. Alrighty, Stu, how are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. My life is good. How is yours? My life is great, too. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, good to hear. So, um, well, let me start this the way I was going to start it after hours of show prep. Uh, there is a story out about Tim Ballard and Operation OUR. And I am not going to comment on rumors. And I didn't know how to address this. There were stories that were going around that there were these women that uh, Tim... I, 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 what would you say? Because there's nothing illegal charged in this. I guess was just, you know, on missions with and uh, and you know uh, broke his his marriage covenant with his wife, and he has been all over uh, saying that he doesn't really know what the charges are. Uh, he doesn't know who his accusers are, uh, and. Uh, and none of the things that they say is true. And for several days, when it first broke, I and some others uh, were on the phone with, with Tim all the time. All the time. Uh, at 3 o'clock in the morning, on Sunday morning, just a couple of weeks ago, I'm on the phone trying to talk him down. If... This is true, then you have something to worry about. But you say this isn't true, so trust in God. And uh, his story started to fall apart by Sunday. And I came in on Monday, and I don't even know if I said this on the air. I doubt I did, but... uh, I was so close to ending the show about 20 minutes in. I looked at Stu in the first commercial break and I said, I can't, I can't do this because I don't know what's true anymore because I had been friends with Tim Ballard for so long and I had felt completely duped. And I, and, and if I thought, if I don't know that about somebody who I'm close to, how can I possibly come on the air and tell people what is true? I have no idea, obviously. 
But I didn't want to say anything until we had facts. And quite honestly, I don't trust anybody with facts. I don't even trust me. I I didn't want to do the investigation on my own. I'm not an investigative reporter. And I wanted something. I wanted something that you could read and come to the end and go, okay. So hundreds of man hours in an investigative story. Hundreds of man hours. It has consumed much of the work at Blaze Media for the last two weeks. Uh, And it has consumed me waiting, waiting, waiting. Last night I got the story. And it was supposed to be published and I got it last night because I was going to share it with you. Uh, And then we got a call from attorneys (laughs) now this story we checked with tim ballard we talked to i believe five different women that are making these charges and our and the charges are pretty ugly and we were hoping to publish on monday but we still couldn't get tim to go on record And so we didn't feel it was right to just have charges and not answers for that. So we talked to everyone, and our goal was to be fair and honest. And I think this is one of the fairest articles I've read in maybe 20. It's because it's journalism. That's what it is. It's journalism. It's not gotcha. It's nothing. It's journalism. And it's simply looking for the truth. You're saying we and our a lot. Did you have anything to do with the actual no. journalism in the story? I mean, we because of Blaze Media. Okay. Okay. You weren't. I, you didn't I, do I the investigation. Not, no. No. And I didn't want anything to do with the investigation. In fact, I, I, when the story was handed, somebody reached out to me and said, the women want to tell their story. They want to tell it to you. And I'm like, mm-mm. I'm too close to it. I don't want, I, uh-uh. Because yeah, Tim's a friend. Yeah. And he's been and, a friend for a long time. And I was beginning to feel betrayed. And I also, so I was torn. I could either, my friendship could cloud it. Or the fact that I was starting to feel, if I started to believe them, maybe I would go too far. Right. And, you know, slaughter. And I didn't want to do either of those things. Okay. I just want to know the truth. That's all I want. And so when they called, I called, it was passed on to uh, Leon Wolf, our news director. And I said to him and the, the journalists beforehand, I have nothing to do with this. I just want you to know we're coworkers, <laughs> but don't think that you don't ever think, well, this is going to bother Glenn or this is going to nothing. Pursue the truth. I don't care how it ends, where it ends. I just want to know the truth. So they did. And my gosh, we bent over backwards to make sure we checked and double checked and did all of the investigative stuff that we're supposed to do. 
And I have opinions now because I've read the story. But uh, I can't read the story to you now. And I'll tell you why I think this happened. Last night, late last night, apparently the attorneys for the women called and said, you can't publish this. We didn't give permission. And we're like, yes, you did. And it's all on tape. Um, and they said, well, we haven't, you know, we're their attorneys. We haven't given permission. We're like, well, sorry. Um, however, we said we wouldn't run it because we're not going to re-victimize people. If, if their story is true, then I'm not going to be a part, and the Blaze Media is not going to be a part of re-victimizing people. Here's what I think happened, and I'll give you two scenarios, but what I think happened all through this story, these women were terrified. Terrified. I know I talked to um, a guy who was a inside source, um, and he said he is so worried he's moving his family away when this story breaks. That's how terrified he is. These women are not only terrified because, quite honestly, Tim Ballard is a is known as a good guy. He is liked by a lot of people. He was a friend of mine. I still consider him a friend, but a friend, I think, who is gravely misguided and needs to change his ways. With that being said, I still could be wrong. I wasn't there. But I have seen the text messages. I have, I have read the quotes and listened to the tape of the interviews. And I will tell you, I believe one side. But I could be wrong. And it brings me no joy to say this. I found out about this with the attorneys after doing all of the show prep on it and everything else. Uh, I found out about this, what, 35 minutes ago? That I couldn't share the actual story with you. Um, but I will, tell, I will tell you that it is disturbing and... I would urge the women who are involved to call their attorney and give permission. I know you're afraid, but the truth sets you free. Let the chips fall where they may. This is an important thing. People are so wary of anybody and anything anymore because you wait and write a book. You know, the world's on fire. And I knew about it two and a half years ago, but I wrote a book to tell you about it. 
They're so freaked out. And this is one of the things the women are freaked out about as well is Kavanaugh. There are all kinds of people that make charges and they don't turn out to be true. And all of these women didn't plan on telling their story. It's that the story got out because there's a lot of people involved and the story got out and then they felt like uh, we can't be framed as liars. I mean, it, it's been an agonizing and very long two weeks for Blaze Media. I urge them to call their attorney. Today is the only day I will have time until next week to comment on it or to share the story. I urge them to call the their attorney and then Blaze Media and release the story. If you choose not to, that's fine. We don't have to, but we will abide by your decision. But it's not good, gang. And the reason I feel passionately about this, to find the truth and tell you, is because this one affects me deeply. And there is no way I can be on the air and point a finger and say, justice, where is justice? Where are the people in their own party? Where are the people in, you know, the, their, uh, in the news media? You know why they don't report that? Because they're all involved or they're all friends with each other and they won't stab each other in the back. Truth is truth. And if it means I have to say things I don't want to about somebody I consider a friend, so be it. Truth is all we have. As a recovering alcoholic who violated the trust of everyone who I was close to. In the end, when I was left with nothing and I was literally down on my knees at my lowest point, I realized the only thing I wanted back was not my money, was not my fame, was was second to my family quite honestly, because I knew I couldn't get my family back if I didn't have this. And what that was, was integrity. And I vowed, I will do what you want me to do. I just want my integrity back. I cannot tell others to do what they should do without doing it myself. Please tell the truth. American Financing is our sponsor. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Sometimes it's not enough just to be careful how you spend or to make sure that you're saving you know, money back every chance you get. Inflation is on the rise. That means the value of your dollar is going down. And some of the sometimes the best laid plans of mice and men go awry. If you're dealing with debts, maybe it's time to pick up the phone and call American Financing. Now, they're helping people just like you get out from under that debt burden and start to realize significant savings. Imagine 
saving $700 a month. $700 a month. That's what they're helping the average customer to save right now through mortgage refi. Unlike credit card debt, your mortgage interest is tax deductible, and that stretches the savings out even further. So you take that credit card that you have all kinds of debt on, and you put that under your mortgage. There is a massive amount of savings between 25% and 5 or 6 or 7%, and that 7% is deductible. You also might be able to delay up to two mortgage payments. Start today. Call them today. See if they can help you. 800-906-2440. or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. This makes me nervous when my executive producer won't even look at me. During the commercial. <laughs> Usually we look at each other and he's like, okay. Well, you wouldn't a, even uh, certainly an, uh, a personal moment for you, I think. It's something you're trying to understand that has great uh, personal significance. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, as with all these things, it's so hard to know what is true and what isn't. And all you can do is try to cover it the most fair way possible and take your personal feelings out of it. And I think that's what you've tried to do, certainly. I mean, I, you know, it's a difficult thing for anyone to accomplish, but I think that's what you've tried to do. That's yeah. all you can do. I don't want to be the one sitting. I mean, nobody can. I, I don't want to judge anybody. I, and I hope I don't. I don't judge. I don't judge any man's soul. And I believe in redemption. I mean, that that's the sad part about all of this. This should have all just been covered because there's nothing illegal charged. This should have all just been covered with God. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Oops, really bad mistake. Sorry, then do your work to clean it up. And, you know, God finds a way to use the worst stuff when you turn it over to him. He makes, you know, lemonade out of lemons. Please, just clean it up in your own life. Okay, another breaking news story. And the house without a speaker that's coming up next the glenn back program well considering how much the value of the dollar is going down day by day it's got to be a huge relief when you can find something that doesn't seem to cost too much that's one of the reasons i love car shield car shield you don't have to worry about how much it's going to cost you if your car breaks down because car shield allows you to lock in the price on your coverage plan when you enroll with car shield you're getting protection plans that start as low as a hundred dollars a month now imagine we hit real inflation that's going to be like a dime how great is that car coverage for like a dime uh, you get the, your choice of an ASE certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts. And CarShield administrators are going to handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Maybe most importantly of all, considering the whole inflation problem, you get a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up no matter how many claims you file. Never go up no much no matter how many how many miles you put on your car. Car Shield 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100 carshield.com/back.
These bigger investigations are part of the future of The Blaze. There's a big one about, about January 6th up there today. Don't miss it. Theblaze.com. Check it out. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So there's another story. Can somebody check and see if this is up on the blaze yet? Is it up on the blaze? Because I got another breaking news. I don't know if, if we're supposed to share this one yet. Or Is it up? Do you know? Can I talk about this? <laughs> you can't talk about any of the stories you want to talk about. Okay, That's good. the rule right. of the day. Okay. It's kind of right. like a parlor trick to see if you can yeah. do a show without talking about any news. Well, Bla- <laughs> Blaze Media has... Um, We've we've got some things in our future, and um, and today is a good example of what's hopefully uh, coming in a big way. Um, it is time to make the media, the the so-called mainstream media, uh, it is time for us to have them react to us. Why are we keep? Why do we keep act, reacting to a group of people who are obviously lying? Everybody in the country, except for like 14%, know that they're lying. They don't trust them. So why would we watch them and then, uh, you know, react to them when nobody else is watching them? It's time to set the agenda ourselves. And uh, so we have gotten together with Steve Baker. He is uh, an investigative journalist, and he has done months of work. This is so expensive. He's done months of work. Uh, and he has just released a story on Blaze Media, uh, theblaze.com. Did Pelosi's security chief perjure himself in Oathkeeper's trial? Now, this is something that we have known was coming for a while, those of us who work at Blaze Media, some of us. Um, but the story is more damning when you read it than even... Uh, I felt it was when some of the details were sketched out for me. Let me give you the narrative here. To prove that the Oath Keepers were seditionists intent on overthrowing the U.S. government and preventing the execution of the laws, federal prosecutors claimed that while inside the Capitol, members of the group were involved in a contentious interaction with law enforcement. The incident supposedly took place in an unmistakable public area, the top of the stairs next to the Capitol Rotunda, also known as the small or mini rotunda or speaker's lobby. Yet, despite the fact that there are at least 1,700 cameras in and around the building and grounds and 41,000 hours of footage, many of which directly covered this well-traveled area, no direct video evidence of the alleged confrontation was ever presented to the jury. That got our investigative reporter Steve Baker going, hmm. Much of the video footage has been kept from the public defenders, no less than the public themselves. So the the people defending these guys couldn't even get access and say, let's see this. At trial, this key piece of evidence purportedly proving the seditious intent of the Oath Keepers was based on accounts of two law enforcement officers. Again, this is breaking news investigative story. You can find it at theblaze.com. 
U.S. Capitol Police Special Agent David Lazarus, a member of the Speaker Nancy Pelosi's security detail, testified that he passed by USCP officer Harry Dunn engaging with four Oath Keepers three or four times while he was evacuating staffers for Pelosi who were trapped in a locked office in her chambers. Lazarus went on to explain that he observed Dunn arguing with rioters, and during that exchange, he eventually found an opening through the rioters where he was able to rescue 10 or uh, 11 or 12 of Pelosi staffers. During his sworn testimony under oath, Lazarus went into great detail about the problems he had getting through the crowd of rioters gathered at the top of the stairwell where Dunn was having what became a much publicized interchange with the Oath Keepers. Lazarus explained that one rioter asked, who are you? Who are you? And then, according to the trial transcript, he testified. And, you know, one attempted to. I had my lanyard on my, with my ID on it, and one, they were videotaping, and one attempted to pull my, at my ID. It was kind of like they just grabbed it, and I grabbed it back and, and looked and made sure it was still there. And then I saw the opening. So then I just kind of like walked fast to get uh, into the office and check the, on the staff again. That's a quote from the trial transcript. Lazarus' detailed description of what took place, what Lazarus described as very antagonistic in the three or four times that he passed by. This was a dramatic moment in the trial. Quote, every time I interacted or came by, and yes, it was antagonistic. This is what he said under direct questioning by the assistant of the United States attorney, uh alexandria hughes lazarus was even shown a short cell phone video clip of the four oath keepers standing in front of dunn quote and are these the individuals you observed the antagonistic conversation yes at any point in these three or four interactions in this space did you observe any sort anything but an antagonistic conversation that's correct. Well, the problem Blaze Media and Scott Baker has found um, is that none of that, not Scott Baker, I'm sorry, Steve Baker, none of that actually happened. What? This is now according to direct video evidence that the jury was never allowed to see. Three Blaze Media contributors, including this writer and the House Oversight Committee staffer, recently examined U.S. Capitol CCTV video, which appears to prove conclusively that Special Agent Lazarus was not in that part of the Capitol at the time he claimed, but was in fact in the lower tunnels that led to the Senate office building escorting senators away from the Capitol by analyzing the footage from multiple CCTV cameras and comparing. And I know what you're thinking. If you're thinking, oh, well, he was they just got the time wrong. It happened. Just keep listening. Comparing the timelines associated with Officer Dunn's actual interaction on camera with the Oath Keepers 
it is clear that Lazarus did not arrive at the top of the staircase until three and a half minutes after the last of the Oath Keepers had left the area and were exiting the Capitol building. Got that? So the guy who was being antagonized, that officer, he didn't arrive at the staircase until the Oath Keepers were already out. And the Nancy Pelosi staffer claimed he saw him with the Oath Keepers at the top of the stairs three or four times and had to get past them. Lazarus returned to that area in the Capitol occurred just after 3.05 p.m. After tactical units from the ATF and D.C. Metro Police had completely cleared the top of that staircase, the speaker's lobby and the speaker's offices of all protests. So him doing this heroic save wasn't happening. In the absence of video evidence at the trial, Lazarus' testimony served as verification by a trustworthy law enforcement official of Dunn's account to the jury of his interaction with the Oath Keepers. But even without consulting the new video evidence, both men are on record offering conflicting accounts of the circumstance in which they supposedly encountered each other at the top of the rotunda staircase. Lazarus claimed... He saw Dunn involved in a conflict with the Oath Keepers as Lazarus came up the stairs. Dunn claims the opposite, that he saw Lazarus involved in a conflict as Dunn came up the stairs. Blaze Media acquired an advanced copy of Dunn's forthcoming book, Standing My Ground, a Capitol Police officer's fight for accountability and good trouble after January 6th. It's scheduled for release on October 24th. On pages 79 and 80, Dunn describes his first encounter with the, uh, of the day with Lazarus. Quote, I took off, running up a winding spiral staircase toward the speaker's lobby. Now, as I was on the same floor as the rotunda, as soon as I had made it to the landing, I saw Special Agent David Lazarus. He was being hassled by some rioters. Now, Apparently, neither Dunn's ghostwriter nor his editor checked the Oath Keeper's trial transcript in which Lazarus claims to recount the same moment in time as this. How was your evacuation efforts? How did you interact with the space? Where were you going in relation to what you were looking at now? So I came up from the first level and I came up to the stairs behind Dunn. As I was coming up, I could see Dunn above me as he was coming up the stairs. And I look and I see him standing there and this crowd is like, like right in front of him. So Dunn claims to have been the first to see, to have first seen Lazarus already at the top of the staircase being hassled by rioters. Lazarus testified that Dunn was above me already at the top of the staircase when he arrived. Which is it, gentlemen? Which one of you has forgotten which story you were supposed to tell? Capital CCTV now reveals that Dunn reached the top of the staircase landing at exactly 2.44 p.m. Dunn could not have seen Lazarus there as Lazarus clearly identified on video now in the tunnels near the Senate office buildings at the same time.
Lazarus could not have seen Dunn interacting with the Oath Keepers three or four times, quote unquote, in a, quote, very antagonistic encounter, end quote, because Lazarus did not arrive arrive at that staircase until 2.56 p.m. The last Oath Keeper left at 2.53. Again, this is at least three minutes after the Oath Keepers had departed. In Lazarus' own trial testimony, he claimed that he was not president, uh, present when video footage shows Dunn was actually at the top of the stairs. This important element of Lazarus' testimony was not only missed by all eight of the Oath Keepers' defense lawyers, but also by the journalists reporting on the trial from the first floor media room in the courthouse. Lazarus truthfully testified that he had been escorting U.S. senators through the tunnels to the Senate office buildings. So as you're going into the tunnels, are you with the United States senators at this time? Lazarus, yes. We evacuate the entire Senate down the back stair into the tunnels, and the tunnels go across Constitutional Avenue and back up to the Senate buildings, where we had an area that was specifically set up to secure the Senate. Did you remain at this location? No. Once we started moving through the tunnels, I heard shots fired, shots fired. And so once I heard the shots were fired, I saw the senators were doing okay. We had enough agents with them to get them to safety. So I turned around and I started going back upwards where I heard the shots being fired. Well, the report of shots fired was heard on the main Ops 1 radio channel at 244. This was in response to a single shot of Michael Byrd firing that killed protester Ashley Babbitt. This is what Lazarus heard, according to the radio. There are shots fired in the House floor. I need units to respond. He then testified under oath, verified by Capital CCTV, that he was moving through the tunnels when he heard the shots fired at 1443 hours, which was 243. Dunn reached the top of the stairs adjacent to the Capitol Rotunda at 244. Oath Keepers entered that same area only 30 seconds later. Those times are also verified by Capitol CCTV time codes. Somebody went to jail on false testimony. Somebody knew this because it was very easy to verify. And somebody in the DOJ decided that that wasn't worth, that wasn't the story they wanted to tell. Who told Nancy Pelosi's strongman this story? Who told Lazarus? Who told Dunn? And what does this mean for people who are sitting and rotting in jail under false testimony? So right now, with the economy being what it is, I'm guessing that you, you're perfectly fine with selling your house and maybe moving to, I don't know, the moon. I'd like Mars. I couldn't get farther away from this planet. Uh, the real estate is maybe a little less crazy there, but that's before Musk comes up and then the prices will skyrocket. Anyway, you need an informed real estate agent, one from Real Estate Agents I Trust. We vet real estate agents in your area, and we only partner with the best ones, the ones who are going to bend over backwards to get the job done and done right. Real estate agents I trust. 
The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck. In case you didn't know, the things you do with your money uh, do matter. And you can change the world, really, with your wallet as much as you can with your vote. One way of doing this is by buying things that are made here in America. And I mean, like, really made here in America, because so many people say that things are made here in America. But surprise, surprise, they're not. Um, it's hard to know who to trust. And I can tell you one place that I trust, uh, people that I trust, are the people over at American Giant. When you buy clothing from American Giant, you know that you're getting true American quality of product with merit made by people in this country for a fair wage. Every stitch of thread, every metal rivet, every drop of ink is made and assembled right here in America. You're not just buying the clothing, you're also investing in a process that will help save our country. And you're also going to really like the clothes. I mean, I've got a hoodie that I love, a couple of them, and uh, I'll be wearing those for decades to come. My wife has leggings she got from American Giant, loves them, they're her favorite. Uh, you can buy you can buy stuff cheaper. It's true. Uh, you'll get cheaper quality. You'll get crap probably made uh, in some overseas factory by people that aren't paid a living wage. You can do that. Um, it's America. You're allowed to do that. But the American Giant patch means something, and it means something for all of us. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Check it out now. You're going to love this stuff. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. All right. Tomorrow is a very big show, very different show. If you are somebody uh, that is thinking, geez, we've got to change our ways. Tomorrow's show is a, a kickoff of 40 days and 40 nights of changing America. And uh, we begin a very different show tomorrow uh, on most of this station. Uh, also, tonight, holy cow, another amazing story. The one family that has come in legally to America, the only family that Biden's eye seems to care about, they're kicking them out of America after 11 years here in America living a righteous and legal life. Biden wants them out. Why? They're Christian homeschoolers. We'll tell you that story with the family tonight. The Glenn Beck Program.